is celiac and gluten-free living with deb welcome to my podcast where i talk about all things gluten-free do me a favor would you rate the show five stars so other people like you can find the show faster if you could take a moment and write a review tell me what you like about the show let me know if there's anything you want me to talk about i would really appreciate it it would help the show grow so i was diagnosed with celiac disease 16 years ago as an adult i had never heard of celiac disease um I had heard of gluten and um, people having wheat allergies, but I had never heard of celiac disease. And when I found out the doctor was testing me for that, uh, the first thing I did was go to the computer and look it up. And I was like freaking out kind of when I learned that the only treatment was to eat gluten-free forever uh, without cross-contamination. That was like just like so overwhelming um at the same time i felt hopeful because i thought well if i have this it looks like i'll be okay if i do that um so there are so many things that um could make it worse or i mean there's so many other diagnoses (laughs) diagnoses that would be so much worse than celiac disease um but i felt hopeful but scared and I just didn't want it. I didn't want the diagnosis and I did get a phone call one afternoon and um, as soon as I put the phone down I knew I had to eat gluten free for the rest of my life and that was very overwhelming. Uh, So that was 16 years ago. It's been a a bumpy road. I've done my best with it and I feel like I've got a hold of it now and so I created this podcast for people just like myself, people that might be newly diagnosed or just want to feel like there's someone else out there that's going through what you're going through. You're not alone. At the time, I didn't know anybody that had it. So this podcast is to motivate you, inspire you, keep you moving forward, keep your headspace positive, give you tips, whatever I have to offer, I offer it to you. So welcome to my podcast. So just just to go back to how I started this podcast, the difference between <coughs> gluten sensitivity, excuse me, and uh, celiac disease. Well, celiac disease is just that. It's a disease. It's an autoimmune disease. And when your body consumes gluten, your body produces antibodies. And uh, these antibodies basically in my lay terms, okay, attack your small intestine. And in your small intestine, that's where your body absorbs nutrients and vitamins and everything it needs for your body. And once, once the damage is done, it affects the absorption of your, uh, of your nutrients in your small intestine. And so you might, if you have a damaged small intestine, you when you consume foods you're not going to be absorbing the nutrients as well as you could because of the damage in your small intestine so it's almost like your body will become like starving you know starting starving for food starving for nutrients um, if it's damaged so it's important not to consume gluten so you do not damage your small intestine and therefore starve yourself and starve your body from what the what it needs to thrive So it is extremely important that you eat gluten-free 
and so you do not damage your internal organ, your small intestine. So yes, the seriousness of the disease is quite serious. Is that a little redundant? The seriousness of the disease is serious. <laughs> um, it is very serious. Uh, but you know, the hope is that you can eat gluten-free and you can manage it, uh, which I know you can, and I've done it. So that is the story with celiac disease. Now, um, gluten sensitivity or non, um, celiac gluten sensitivity is a little bit different because your body does not attack itself like it does with celiac disease. And, uh, the difference, another difference is, is I don't think it's hereditary. I mean, I could be wrong, but my little amateur research <laughs> tells me it's not, probably not hereditary. I can't say for sure. Now, celiac disease can be hereditary. Uh, I think something like 1 in 10, like if you have a first degree relative, you might have a 1 in 10 chance of uh, getting celiac disease. And I think, uh, so that's the difference. Another difference is with um, non-celiac gluten sensitivity is I think it affects about 6 in 100 people. And I want to say celiac is about one in a hundred. Okay. And so the main difference is it is not a disease. Your body doesn't produce antibodies and attack itself or its small intestine. Um, however, people that have that non-celiac gluten sensitivity uh, might feel the same sort of symptoms as someone that has celiac disease. So. Um, eating gluten for someone who's sensitive as well as someone who has celiac might both feel bloating, might both feel pain and their, you know, in their belly and fatigue. So there might be similar symptoms between the two, but the only way to really know what it is, is not to self-diagnose. The only way is really to go to the doctor, explain your symptoms and go ahead and get tested <coughs> so, so you can know for sure. You know, it might be tempting to um, just kind of diagnose yourself and try without gluten and see how you feel and uh, play doctor on yourself. But the only danger is with that is you could improper, you could be wrong. You could improperly diagnose yourself. And if you indeed have celiac disease, the importance of eating gluten free goes up so high because if you don't really take care of yourself and if you don't really pay attention to cross-contamination and things like that, you could be damaging your internal organ or your small intestine. And if you know you have celiac disease, then you'll know how important it is uh, to avoid gluten, even in the smallest form. Like so careful that when you go to a restaurant, you're not going to be eating French fries that are in a shared fryer uh, with chicken nuggets because you can't even take that kind of chance when you have celiac disease because that could be enough gluten to go ahead and damage your small intestine whether or not you feel it or not that's it's going to trigger an autoimmune response in your body and therefore um, damage your small intestine so if you don't um, properly go to the doctor or properly get diagnosed explain your symptoms to the doctor um, and you don't know if you have celiac disease, you won't, you may not take those kinds of precautions that a person with celiac disease 
would take. Um, so uh, I know some people that have eliminated gluten and just say they feel better. Um, but again, they don't necessarily have that diagnosis of celiac disease. And the thing is, is like I said, you may or may not have it, but it is important that you know if you have it or not, if you can possibly get diagnosed. Celiac disease is kind of tricky sometimes to diagnose depending on the symptoms um, <coughs> because it can look like so many different things. But um, so that is the difference. And for me, like I said, uh, it's important to know what you have. And it's important to remember if you do have celiac disease, how important it is to eat gluten-free. Um, so I hope this uh, message helps you out, helps clarify just a little bit the difference between gluten, gluten sensitivity and um, celiac disease. As far as I understand, gluten sensitivity is just that. Your body's sensitive to that and you might get some symptoms or some, uh, um, you know, might be uncomfortable and um, things like that. So obviously you wanna avoid gluten. But celiac takes it to a whole nother level, um, damaging your internal organ, your small intestine. So it's very serious. You don't want to mess around. Uh, so anyways, keep tuning in for uh, messages of hope, motivation, tips, anything I got to help you on your journey. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Don't forget to rate the show five stars so other people like you can find the show faster and you can help me grow this show. I'd really appreciate it. If you write a review, that would be awesome too. You can check out uh, celiacandglutenfreeliving.com. Have an amazing day.